he's not doing that. Dollars or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean, right now to learn more. 800 649 01 That's 800-649-0142. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. And a good Tuesday afternoon to you. And yes, it is time for the McFarland Show. We're live here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Mm-hmm. We are the McFarlands, Darren and Justin. DJ Damon Keene is alongside. Michigan wins the national championship, and that's about all we're going to say about it. And moving on yeah. to the rest of the news. Moving on. Moving on. Unfortunately, today, that's just what it is in this market. Uh, we would have. I'm sure spent the first segment talking about Michigan manhandle in Washington last night. Sure. To win Why a not? national championship for the first time in what, 26 years? Uh, 97. Yeah. So. so that would be great. But in this market, uh, I don't know if you felt the earthquake. It was about 1145 central time. That is correct. I'm not sure what it registered on the Richter, but it was a pretty big kaboom in middle Tennessee. As the news got out that uh, Amy Adams Strunk and the Tennessee Titans have decided to fire Mike Vrabel. Mm. So let me get your initial reaction. Mike Vrabel <sighs> is fired as the coach of the Titans. Uh, initial reaction is is taking a back, uh, a little shock. Um, I need to issue an apology to all of our blogger friends out there who've been raising smoke for a little while. And me, the the old school traditional journalist over here, been waiting for more confirmation. Yesterday is when I finally heard the smoke and believed it uh, for a long time um, or believed it for the first time, rather, the smoke that was coming through about this situation being real. Um my initial reaction was shock, and I was just trying to figure out what in the world was going on in that building that led to this decision. Um, and and Darren, the biggest takeaway, I'll give you this. I, I don't know about initial shock because I've got so many different reactions to this. But the biggest thing that 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 we that I figured out from the last few hours is how little we know Amy Adams. Amy Adams shrunk. Yeah. We don't, we really do not know this lady. 
We don't. We don't. We knew her father, but then again, we had years and years and decades and decades to learn who her father was because he owned the football team for 40 years, and so he had a track record. So we kind of understood who he is and who he became as sort of NFL lore out there about who Bud Adams is. But we don't really know Amy Adams. We think we know her because of the appearance that she makes and the things that she does in the community and the behind-the-scenes things that she does. And, you know, but Amy Adams is absolutely fearless as an executive. And that is something that we did not take into account. We were asking the wrong questions. We were asking whether or not, um, why would Mike Vrabel want to leave the football team? We, we were asking, why would Mike Vrabel want to go to New England? We were asking, are the problems between he and Rand Carthen too much to overcome? Are there real problems between he and Rand Carthen? These are the questions we were asking. What we should have been asking, though, is how does Amy Adams feel about all this losing that's been going on over the last two years? Well, we can't. I know we can't. I know we can't. But we That's don't, why we didn't ask. But we don't know her. We no. don't know her. And she has now fired, and, and this is, and Darren, I'll turn the floor back over. She has now fired Mike Malarkey, who has won a playoff game, and fired him the next year. She has fired John Robinson, who at the time of firing was 26 games no, no, over not 500. No, next year, by the way. Huh? No. Not oh, that, a few months later, a few weeks week. later. Yeah, a no, few weeks the later. Next week. The next week. Fired Mike after Malarkey. They lost. Fired Mike Malarkey after a playoff loss, after a playoff win. The first playoff win you've had in years, yeah. by the way. And then the first playoff win you've had since Jeff Fisher. Okay? The first playoff win you've had since, Mc, since McNair and George. Literally. The first playoff win you've had since McNair and George. You fired him the next week. Then the next go around. You fire the general manager who Darren was 26 games over five. Who fires a general manager who is 26 games over 500 since he took over the football team? Amy Adams strong. Amy Adams did. And now Amy Adams has decided she's going to fire Mike Rabel. Okay? So, listen, what we what, what I have learned and what I would never do again is take for granted who Amy Adams is. Because Amy Adams with this move today has made it abundantly clear that she is the one, until further notice, she is the one running this football team. She is. And she will decide, not the GM, not the split, not anything. She will decide when it's time to move on because she's the one ultimately making these decisions. Well, I feel like I did learn something about her without knowing her because, one, we don't get the opportunity to get to know her. So we always have to judge everything by a far, by, uh, from afar yeah. and try to read a room. This is what I learned after today's news of two-plus hours ago. Don't get a ringing endorsement from Amy Adams Strunk. If so, you better start updating your resume. It doesn't mean because a whole lot. if you get a ringing endorsement from her, I wouldn't feel really good. I, in fact, I wouldn't buy a new house if I were you. Because guess what? Mike Malarkey, you already, you already went through the steps. Mike Malarkey got a ringing endorsement. Remember, she said he ain't going anywhere. Loved Mike. Remember the hugs he ain't going and anywhere. all the others, the joy and the- ringing endorsement. Fired. Susie lost the playoff game. Fired. And by the way, there were reports out. Again, I'm just going to. Doesn't mean that it always works out. We've been doing this long enough. Yeah. And you've heard me sit here and say yeah. many, many times already. Look, I don't know one way or the other. I know when there's a whole lot of smoke and it keeps coming out, 
and it doesn't go anywhere, there's fire somewhere. There's fire somewhere. It it just people just don't keep creating something that doesn't exist. Wasn't exactly what we if thought. You, if but, you remember, yeah, the Mike Malarkey stuff was out there. It was. It was out there well before. It was out there before they won the playoff game. Yeah. And then everybody was like, oh, well, now he's really like all that stuff was hogwash. He just won a playoff game, like you said. That's a huge deal. When's the last time the Titans won a playoff game? He's completely safe. Wrong. Next game, they lose. Fired. Mm -hmm. What people were saying, they thought he was going to be fired at the end of the regular season. Then it was, he's going to be fired after the playoffs are over. What? No, he just won a game. He's going to get fired now. Wrong. Conventional wisdom says that. Not not hers. Guess what? John Robinson, what did he get that offseason? Oh, a contract extension. A contract extension. He's our guy. Multi-year. John Robinson went to the Combine in Indianapolis and teared up. He was so emotional. He was that Bengals loss. Bengals loss. I just love this job. and I got a new contract. and I can't believe we lost. Felt empowered. I I love this job. I can't wait. I'm going to be here for a long time. Fired. Didn't make it through the season. By the way, side note. Halfway through the season. Side note. Fired. Do you think... And I know we don't have time to get into this now, but it's just popped in my head. Do you think John Robinson trades A.J. Brown without the contract extension? Because uh, that no. happened before or after? No, it happened after. The contract extension happened after? No, no, no. The contract extension happened before. Yeah, it happened a few yeah, months the before. Answer is yeah, no. Okay. Of course not. He felt safe and secure. He felt safe and secure to do it. Which is why he welled up at the Combine and why he was emotional. And thank, you know, thank goodness that this playoff loss didn't cost me my job. I just got an extension. Yeah. Things are great. Fired halfway through the season. Mike Vrabel has been given the ringing endorsement when she fired John Robinson. Stamp of approval. I am moving forward with Mike Vrabel. That's correct. This is my guy. Seems like there was a power struggle and, Fired. and he won. Fired. So we all thought. Guess what? Ran, got great news for you, brother. Yeah. Great news. You're now the new guy. Mm. But with that good news comes a little bit of bad news. Mm. Now you're on the clock. Hey, listen. Good thing these now, contracts are guaranteed, okay? <laughs> now on, on the show. front office end, on the front office, the, the head coach in front office money is guaranteed. Now the show is yours. Yeah, it is. But you're on the clock now. Yeah. Okay. The firing squad, it's done. You were in the back room watching. Now we were going to ask you to come out. You're now in front and center, the firing squad. Nobody your show. is safe. Nobody. It's your show now. Nobody. The skin's on the wall, the accomplishments, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't buy you a whole lot of leeway. Not really, if any at all. It, you know, and, and and I think, Darren, it builds in from the frustration of never having won the thing, okay? Of never having won the Super Bowl. Well, you hope so. We don't know that. Again, we don't know, I don't her. know. We, we don't, don't, don't know, know her. her. No, we don't. Is that keep her up at night? I don't know. I, I don't know. So. I hope so. I don't know. She says she has, and you know, from her statement, we haven't gone through the statement if here, you Darren. Want, I mean, it's pretty lengthy. It is pretty lengthy. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's uh, four paragraphs. Um, so, and this is, but this is the only way we hear from her anyway. So we probably should. True. Um, uh, however, do you, the, do you, I mean, the, let's just do it. Go you want to read the whole thing? Well, you're a TV guy. You read from I a prompter. The, I do, but okay. Make sure this, you read everything. Ha 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 ha. Okay. Um, <laughs> 
I'm not going to throw my colleague under the bus. It's okay. I didn't say anything. Yeah, I know you didn't. It's okay. I have a thing out there on social media, okay? I didn't mean it. It was just a thing. Uh, all right. Statement What's from Amy Adams. Listen, we're going, we're going to move on with the sports show we're doing right now, okay? And we, we had the TV thing earlier. <laughs> Statement from Amy Adams, a shrunk uh, Tennessee Titans controlling owner. This is what she said. Earlier today, I spoke with Mike Vrabel and told him about my decision to make a change at head coach. As I told Coach Vrabel, this decision was as difficult as any I've made as a controlling owner. I appreciate Mike's contribution to the Tennessee Titans both on and off the field. Anyone who has ever met him knows how passionate and genuine he is, and he's been a strong supporter of the Nashville community we wish Mike, Jen, and the Rabel family nothing but the best in the future. All right, next paragraph. As the NFL continues to innovate and evolve. This is actually a, a this got this paragraph grabbed my attention. Okay. I don't know about you. Well, ahead. okay, let's Sorry. keep rolling here. Yep. As the NFL continues to innovate and evolve, I believe the team's best positioned for sustained success will be those who empower and aligned in collaborative teams across all football functions. Last year, we began a shift in our approach to the football leadership and made several changes to our personnel to advance that plan. As I continued to assess the state of our team, I arrived at the conclusion that the team would also benefit from a fresh approach and perspective of a new coaching staff. Stop. Pause. What do you take from that? What I take from it is the key word, the, the, the Tennessee Titan word since Rand Carthen has come on, and really it's not even since she, he's come on. The key word since John Robinson was fired from the Titans is collaboration. Yeah, because remember, we asked Rand. I asked him. Yes. Where did that come from? Is that your word? Was it already in place? No. Well, it wasn't his it word. It wasn't his word. It wasn't his, it wasn't word. his word. This is something that Miss Amy has been on. This is clearly a behind the scenes, you know. That's a, that's a phrase that's used behind the scenes. So what jumps out is the collaboration term or collaborative or what whatever you know form of the words you want to put on it, um, that this is the way that the whole organization should function in a way that cooperates with each other. Yeah. Is what I'm getting from Let me from just it. tell you, I, I don't believe in collaboration. I believe in collaboration, but I don't believe in collaboration. To an extent. Exactly. There, that's the better way to put it. I believe in collaboration to an extent. To me, you put people in place to do a job. And sometimes those jobs, when you have them in place, especially in a front office role, requires tough decisions. Sometimes hard decisions. But decisions that you have to make, okay? And it may be a good decision, or ultimately it may end up being a bad decision. But you are paid to make tough decisions, you can't get in a room and have a group make decisions, in my opinion. People are in place with titles and salaries to make decisions. Yes. And whoever, however you determine in your power structure, in your franchise, in your organization, of ultimately, okay, we're talking about this topic. Ultimately, this is fill-in-the-blanks decision. Yes. yes. We can talk about it. We can bring up our points of views. But ultimately, it's up to that person to make the final decision. That's how I look at things. 
I don't think you make group decisions. And maybe maybe that's not what she's saying, Justin. I'm just saying I'm a little confused on this whole collaboration that constantly gets getting gets brought up because collaboration means you're all coming together and doing something together. Is that true? Yes. Yes. Again, I don't know the extent of it. Does that mean decisions? Is it just mean collaboration as in let's talk about things together? There's nothing wrong with talking about things together. To me, though, you can't make decisions together as a group. People Coll- are in place to make if you have a title, someone ultimately needs to make the decision, in my opinion. The dictionary from Oxford, the Oxford Dictionary, says that the— it's a uh, smart dictionary. It is. It says the, uh, the term collaboration or the word collaboration means the action of working with someone to produce or create something. That's what it, that, that's the okay. literal definition and of And maybe word. their version of collaboration is getting in a room and always discussing things. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're talking about collaborating on decisions, that don't work. Okay? That doesn't work. <laughs> Someone's ultimately got to make the decision. And I know it's not always going to be Amy Adams Strunk. She puts people in place to make decisions, right? She's like She's not there to make all the decisions. No. Okay? Let's put that to bed. I'm going to give you my version of what I think came from that paragraph. And then when we come back, and you'll also... Let's finish yeah, the whole statement. Finish the whole statement. Okay. Two paragraphs. I'll give you go. my version of paragraph two when we come back, and we'll read paragraphs three and four. As you listen to the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. And now, the fine folks at Maximum Power Electric are reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Please visit USO.org and locate military care packages to see how you could help make a difference today. This message is brought to you by Maximum Power Electric. For residential or commercial electrical installations or repairs, give the pros a call today at 615-840-2426. 615-840-2426. That's Maximum Power Electric. Proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. 
What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. If you look at Vanderbilt and, you know, during my time there, and I was there seven years, but the reality was we went to a couple of bowl games, and I think Vandy's been to seven bowl games in the school history, okay? Uh, and we beat Tennessee three years in a row, and that's never been done. We beat Georgia, okay, uh, at Georgia, and I don't know the last time Vandy's done that. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Reacting on this Tuesday afternoon, we are the McFarlands. We're live here in the Strike is Bear Family Fun Center studio. Don't forget, you can watch us every day on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. If you go to our YouTube page, what you're going to do on the search is just type in WNSR Live, all one word, WNSR Live. And uh, if you want to chat with us, uh, leave comments. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that, too. We'll read. Read whatever comments are up, and you yeah. can watch the show right there. You you won't miss a won't uh, miss a moment there. So WNSR Live is where you can find us right now on YouTube. Okay, my version of paragraph two. This is the statement. Yes. From Amy Adams Strunk, who is the Titans' controlling owner. I took that as they want to use more of today look it's no secret there's been a lot of stuff come out uh, in the last couple of years about how the titans are way behind in the analytics department because analytics now is not just you know it was before it was moneyball right it was baseball yes. and then it hit and went crazy around the baseball but now it's an every sport thing like hockey does it Football does it. Basketball. Everybody does it. Soccer does it. Everybody does analytics. Everybody has, well, most, and some are more aggressive than others, right? More analytic uh, driven than other. You know, some franchises are more analytic driven than others. It has been reported in the past here, and I don't know the exact time frame. In the last, I don't know, let's say three to four years, the Titans have been very much lacking in that department. I don't think that surprises anybody. It certainly didn't surprise me. No. I think they've mm-hmm. made an effort to try to get with the times and get better in that department. How much have they gotten better in that department? That I don't know. It feels like they want to get even better in that department, and maybe the head coach was not on board with that. He seems very much like an old-school guy. He is. That kind of wants to do things the old-school way. He, yes. Okay. 
And I get it. There's a lot of coaches still like that. It's interesting. I think one of the things that maybe, I don't want to say saved Mike McCarthy, but maybe pushed Kellen Moore out, Mike McCarthy in, but helped him get the job was his sales pitch to the Cowboys. Hey, just so you know, I'm on board with analytics. He wanted to make it a point yes. to say, hey, I'm willing to, you know, to roll with the times. Yeah. I'm not going to do the old, you know, I'm not the old Green Bay Packers coach anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm up with analytics. Yeah. He made a point to tell them that, which was to say, hey, I'm on board. I don't get the vibe from that. Again, this is just me reading a room. I don't have a clue. It doesn't seem like Mike Vrabel's really ever been on board. Look, you've been the one screaming louder than me about their that their system, their offensive system is way outdated. It's it's in the same folder with beepers, VHS, Super Tech Mobile, payphones. It's in the same category. Mr. Gaddy's Pizza, man, buffet, great, fantastic. It's in the same folder. Fantastic. I love that buffet. It was great. The Pizza Hut buffet, but it's gone. Okay, I think those are gone too. I, I think. think so. You're going back down my history. Back and down my COVID, COVID killed the last. Yeah, of that. well, that's but, where that that's in the same folder. Beepers, yeah, as those. You've been saying. I mean, you and I didn't disagree. No, like they're not with the times. Does that? Does his offense scream? analytics no. or 2023 or 2022 or 2024 or 2021 NFL football? No. Okay. But I think a lot of that was dictated by the generational player that they had and their unwillingness to move away from from him, which was a difficult decision to make. Uh, Derrick Henry, again, I've made the argument, you know I have, that Derrick Henry is not a player. He's not. He's an offensive system. He is not just some guy that you plug into your offense because the way that they have played him was an offensive system. And unless you're willing to move away from him as an offensive system, which is what they kind of tried to do this year a little bit, they tried to move away well, from they him. they dabble in it, but then, then that, they that, go but back. That was the, that was the problem. <laughs> yeah. They dabbled yeah. instead of just jumping forward into something they else. They never ripped the Band-Aid off. Ever. No, they didn't. And I'm glad they didn't. Derrick Henry didn't deserve that. So they ended up having a productive season. So th- th- I will forever ask the question: What is it that Mike Vrabel really believes on offense? Because so much of what Mike Vrabel became was dictated because of how great Derrick Henry was, and you knew Derrick Henry was some great generational player, and you thought to yourself, "Why would we go away from this great generational player? Why wouldn't we ride this until the wheels fall off?" Just because everybody else is going with the analytics route. No, this is still football. We can still run the football and be successful. That's what they were trying to do up until this year anyway. I said all day yesterday on the show that you don't hand a microphone to a guy when the season's over to address the crowd if he's coming back. No, he He's not coming back. back. So we can stop saying if he doesn't come back. But today, let me reiterate. (laughs) Let me reiterate yesterday's show. Justin, there's no way he's coming back now. Now, I mean, you can officially, yeah. If you had if you, a glimmer of hope, I'm sorry, it's over. I did. I'm not trying to ruin your day. I get it. He's beloved. He I, is. I don't want to see him go either. He gone. Okay. He Happens. today for sure gone. Look forward to the ceremony. I can put that to bed. It's gonna be fun. Okay. Paragraph three. Paragraph three. 
This is, again, from Titans uh, controlling owner Amy Adams. She released this uh, today announcing the firing of Mike Vrabel. Uh, This is the third paragraph of her four-paragraph statement. She says, I believe the Tennessee Titans can and will be a premier National Football League franchise. It's what our fans deserve, and there will be hard decisions along the way. My decision today is not only a reflection of my disappointment in our past two seasons, but also my recognition that further changes are necessary to fully achieve our vision. I don't know what any of that means, so I'm not even <laughs> going to comment. It, it really, I mean, it's just words. Okay. I mean, honestly, that's, no, that's just fine. my, that's that's my honest assessment. That's just words. Okay. Like, you, you sure. know, because we've talked about this, this market is at the point of, okay, that sounds great. Okay. But until until you do it, it doesn't mean you know we're we're trying to you know our vision. We want to premiere. No, no one has ever viewed this franchise as a top tier franchise in the NFL ever. No, but no, I've no, sat no. here on the show and said, hey, you know, the daughter is better than dad at being an owner. As far as trying to it's move that in better. that direction, yes. Is it a premier franchise? Like, no. stop it. It's not even. But, but close. wait a minute, Darren. She didn't. She didn't say it was in the statement. She says, I believe the Tennessee Titans can and will be a premier franchise in the National Football League. It doesn't it did not say, I believe we are. Okay, I understand. But what that's still just words. I believe it can. Well, yeah. I mean, doesn't everybody it's feel an that acknowledge- way? No, no, no. It's an acknowledgement that they are not. So when you say <laughs> that, you know, oh, they, they I, stop it. They don't believe no one believes they're a premier franchise. Yes, that includes the controlling owner. She doesn't believe it either. She believes that they can and will, but she doesn't believe that they currently are. Okay. That's well, all. All right. Okay. Fourth paragraph. I will never shy away from my acknowledging, or from acknowledging, excuse me. I would never shy away from acknowledging that I have an unapologetic, an unapologetically high expectation. These are long words. Mm-hmm. Unapologetically high expectation for the football team and every aspect of the Titans organization. Our vision is not simply to produce more wins than losses. Pause right there. That is directed at everybody who says, how can you fire a coach with a winning record? He's got a winning record. He's won so many more ball games. He's won playoff games. How can you fire him? Uh, Amy Adams is saying our vision is not simply to produce more wins than losses. That's how. It is to regularly compete for championships. Pause. That tells me, you know where this disappointment really started, Darren? Where this team has been stuck ever since it happened, and that was that loss against Cincinnati. That's what that says to me, because the team had won way more games than it lost I, that I've year. I brought that up, that this franchise has not recovered from that loss. That, well, well, Many now, times. But now we know it goes all the way to the owner's box okay. now, because she is saying that, yeah, oh, we won a lot more games than we lost, but we want to regularly compete for championships. Well, losing in the second round after you had a first round bye is not exactly competing for championships. You won a division title, and that's great. But you didn't win the AFC championship. It's certainly not a Super Bowl, which is what you want to get at this particular stage in this particular franchise's uh, juncture. Okay. While this season was disappointing, uh, disappointing, I see early signs of progress taking shape. Last year, we added a promising young quarterback. Pause. I wonder if Will Levis is going to be. Hmm. Last year, we added a promising young quarterback. 
So note to whoever, whoever comes in here, Will Levis is your you, guy. You're the backup. Oh, the coach? The oh, coach. Okay. If you think the coach is going to come in here and go, you know, I think we can do a little better quarter. No. No, no. The owner says, for what it's worth, the owner says, um, last year we added a promising young quarterback and several other talented players to our roster. Pause. Who is she giving credit to when she does that? To me, it's a Rancarthen. Is when she is who she is signaling to that we've added the young. Who's going to get credit for drafting Will Levis? It's not going to be Mike Vrabel, the guy who made the draft mm-hmm. is and made the trade to get. It is Rand Carthen there who's going to get the credit for that and the other talented players to the roster. Okay, that that's got to be Rand Carthen with a coaching search as well as uh, cap space and a top ten draft position. This offseason is as important as any in our history. I'm excited for the weeks and months ahead. We will meet the moment. That is Amy Adams, the controlling owner of the Tennessee Titans. I agree with you on that. Definitely. That was a that was praise for the pick of Will Levis. Praise for the pick of praise for Rand Carthon and also a stamp of approval on Will Levis as the QB one, at least going into next year for sure, um, that he is going to be QB1. Yeah. For what it's worth, for, for, the, for the time being. This is what I'm comfortable saying because I've been asked this question a lot today. Who's next? Who are they going to hire? I don't know. No, I don't know. But this is what I feel very <laughs> confident saying. And I'll, I won't, I, there's no way I'm going to be, my mind will not be changed. Okay. Okay. I may end up being wrong, sure. but my mind is not going to be changed. Because one, this is how it works in the league, typically. One thing fails, you go the opposite way with the next hire. That's typically how it works. Yeah. Got a guy who's a jerk, you usually get a nice guy. A guy who's a guy who's too nice, you usually get the jerk. Right? You just go the opposite. Mm-hmm. Mike Vrabel is a defensive-minded coach. There's he no is. secret about that. He is. They are going to, in my opinion, 100% hire an offensive-minded guy. Okay? 100%. Okay. They're going to go the opposite of Mike Vrabel and that last paragraph. right? Well, actually, paragraphs, which, which part? <laughs> paragraphs two and four. Two and four. Right? We're going to get with the times. We're going to keep up with the league. And we're going to an offensive-minded guy. To go along with our, what was it? How did she put it with Will Levis? Our, what was the words? Uh, let's see. Our, our, uh, last year, we added a promising, promising young quarterback. young quarterback with our promising young quarterback. They're going to hire... Because people, I've already, uh, Jim Schwartz. No. Nah, okay, it's not happening. No. Nah. Why? He's a, defensive, he's a defensive coordinator. He's a defensive-minded guy. Yeah. They're not hiring a defensive-minded guy. No. They're going to hire an offensive-minded guy. Yeah. So, I believe it's going to be somebody on that side of the ball. Yeah. And I feel very comfortable with that. And again, I may be wrong, but I'm not changing my mind. They're going to hire someone on the offensive side of the ball. And I suspect the easiest dot to connect because this is how life works. It's not just the NFL. It's not just sports. It's life. So for everybody who, and look, I've been critical because, you know, if they, if it's not working anymore, that well is, you know, not working and it's dried up. You need to move on from that well. There's nothing wrong with hiring people you know that you believe in. But if they end up not panning out, you got to move on. And at some point, if you keep going to that well and it's not working, you need to find a new well, okay? Because Mike Vrabel 
kept going to Houston a lot. And John Robinson was here. John Robinson and Mike Vrabel went to New England a lot. They had two wells, right? Mm-hmm. New England and Houston. Both, that's where they had the most familiarity with. New England and Houston. And that's the well they always were drinking out of. Yes. I suspect. Oh, that's out of here. That Rand Carthon is going to go to the San Francisco well. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. That would be the easiest dot to connect. Someone from, you know, the path of the 49ers with his time there. But he's also spent time elsewhere, too. So I think it's going to be somebody, probably, that, uh, you know, he knows. The thing that intrigues me, and someone made this point a little while ago, is whether or not they are finally ready not to hire a former player. And when I say a former player, I mean a former NFL player. Because every single Every single head coach in the history of the Titans, since I've been here, not the Oilers mm-hmm. per se, but the history of the Tennessee Titans have ha- has had playing experience in the National Football League, and that is not necessarily the trend now. Not every head coach, and some it, it can go either way. It can go either way. It can go either way. I'm just saying the history of this particular franchise has suggested that every single one of their players. Have been or coaches rather have been former NFL players, which tends to have them be Darren player coaches because they were once players themselves. That that is the label that they have been given because that's who they were. So going back to Jeff Fisher, who did have a career in the National Football League, it wasn't a long one, it wasn't a, you know a luxurious one, but he did go to USC, played for the Chicago Bears, played special teams. You know he was in the NFL. Mike Munchak, oh well, he was on the '86 Bears. He was on the eight, now, one of the he, most famous teams he, ever in the history of the league. On, I think he was an IR that year, but you know still he was there. He was yeah. there with Mike Ditka. He did the whole thing. He was there. He knows all those 85 guys. '85 and '86. He was there. He, he was absolutely there. He knows all those guys. Went to practice every day. He was around that culture. Knows every single one. Mike Vrabel. Yeah, you know, Mike Vrabel. Jeff Fisher was an NFL football player. Let's not kid ourselves. I know it wasn't a big long list, but let's not let's we not cut ourselves star. off. No, I mean, how many star. of them are stars? Well, only the next guy, Mike Munchak. Yeah, yeah, he, he was a Hall of he's Famer. He's got a gold but jacket, that's, but that's rare. That is rare. Ken Wisenhunt played in the National Football League. Mike Malarkey. How Ken Wisenhunt go? Well, not well. Ken Wisenhunt apparently was was okay. I mean, he wasn't like great in the NFL. Oh, I'm talking about. As a coach. Oh, you talking about as a coach? Yeah, as okay, a coach. well that's Moving that's along. a little different. Yeah. Mike Malarkey, <laughs> of course. Mike Malarkey played in the league. Mike Vrabel obviously played in the league. So now we have a choice. When you look at these folks, I've heard the name Ben Johnson mentioned quite a bit, the offensive coordinator from Detroit. To my knowledge, did Ben Johnson play in the league? I don't remember that. I thought he was a track star. That, he doesn't look like somebody who's playing in the league. Now, you know, I don't want to stereotype because maybe he was an outstanding punter or something, but he doesn't have the stature of somebody who's played in the National Football League. Um, Mike McDaniels down there in Miami did not play in the National Football League. How did you, how did you know that? Well, you know... Some things anyway. We're did over. you look that up? No, I didn't look at. I, I didn't look that. I didn't need to look that up. He weighs a buck oh five. <laughs> that, but you know, listen, he's got his team in the playoffs for yeah. the second year in a row. They want you know almost Look, won a playoff game last Sean year. Sean McVay didn't play, so there's there's plenty of track record out there. So you don't have to go. I'm just saying that in years past they've always gone this route. Mm-hmm. There's a new owner here. This is the new owner's second hire as for a head coach. Because she didn't hire Mike Malarkey, did she? Mm-hmm. Mike Malarkey was already here when she got here, right? Yes. Okay. So this is her second hire as the owner then. No, she was here. 
She she hired Malarkey. Yeah, she well, wasn't. John Robinson hired. Malarkey. Well, yes, um, but oh, okay. okay, no, no, she was real quick. Sure, she was absolutely here because I've said this many times on the air. I was told during that whole hiring process for the next GM, they had to retain Mike Malarkey. Okay, it gets so all foggy John in Robinson, there with the the Tommy Smith transition to her. The, they were, I get all lost in there a little the bit. The candidates, and apparently from what I was told, Chris Ballard was not really on board with that. <laughs> okay. Well. And John Robinson was, because John Robinson wanted to be the GM, but the caveat was you got to retain malarkey. Well, so she absolutely was. Last no, check, Chris hers. Ballard still has his job. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I know. Anyway. Alright, we'll take another break. We'll come back. More of the McFarland Show here on WNSR. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. This is the Grant Pogue and John Burton Show. Couldn't be happier for you. Well, a Pogue. 12.26 a.m. yesterday morning. Grace, uh, Alice Rose, eight pounds, one ounce, Mm. 20 inches, uh, and uh, all is well. I didn't cry uh, when I held her for the first time. Mm. I'd already cried the first time I saw her. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. 
your exclusive national sports radio WNSR Skyscan forecast. There's a wind advisor in effect till midnight. For today, cloudy skies, showers, and in spots of thunderstorm early showers as we head through the afternoon. Temperatures fall into the mid to upper 40s. Winds will be gusting as high as 30 miles per hour. Utilizing the resources of the Weather Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. Text the Strike and Spare Studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio on this Tuesday afternoon. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. By the way, you can watch the show every day. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. If you go to our YouTube page and put in the search engine WNSR Live, where you can find it, and you can also send us comments if you like, or you can tweet at us, which Slappy did. He tweeted at us. He said, one thing is for sure, if Amy Adams-Strunk asks you to take a photo with her for the season ticket holder's Christmas card, you might want to get your resume ready. You're not safe. (laughs) He also said, uh, don't leave us out with great buffets gone, signed Ryan's. Good old Ryan. Let me just say, look, those days are over for me. Me too. But in my younger days, oh man, I lived at at pizza, especially pizza buffets. The pizza buffets, especially. But another wrong Ryan's. Like I've, uh, we did Ryan's quite a bit. I didn't discriminate against any buffets. Yeah, we did Ryan's and Hermitage quite a bit. I I loved buffets. Oh, I loved Ryan's. No, you just you just took me back down memory lane. And Quincy's. Here's another one. Oh, the Shoney's. Shoney's buffet. Shoney's, yeah. Shoney's yeah. For the, the breakfast day. buffet. The breakfast buffet. Back they, those days. are still around. There, there's a limited barely, number. Barely. barely, barely. Quincy's had those rolls that were big as your hand. Yeah, the yeast rolls. Whoa. I'm sorry. We're all hungry now. Yeah. All right, let's get to the phones. I don't know who's... Uh, let's start things off with... Uh, let's start with Tony. Tony's up first. Tony, what's up? Good afternoon, guys. Good hey, afternoon. Uh, the crud has finally left me almost. You do sound so human I know again. I sound a lot better than yeah. I did last Friday talking to you. Congrats. <laughs> you know, uh, 48 to 72 hours ago, the question was, you know, about Derek and Tanny Hill being here. And uh, so that hasn't even got cooed down yet that she immediately – surprises everybody and goes ahead and gets rid of, uh, of Rabel. And, uh, you know, there was that 50, 50, just about everybody you talked to, it was either 60, 40 or 50, 50, if he was going to be back or not. And, uh, he took care of that pretty instantly. And, uh, I, you know, I just, obviously, as we say, you know, run in the show, it's her team and she is not afraid to make the tough decision, and she's not afraid to make it uh, without hesitation. I mean, she just goes ahead and does it. But guys, which by the way, another area by the way, Tony, Tony, by the way, it's remnants of her dad. <laughs> That's kind of the way her dad absolutely operated. Really, that is true. Very true. Uh, another concern, guys, is. When are they going to take a look at their training 
department, the the trainers, and the uh, strength and conditioning. Because once again, this team, three years in a row, mm-hmm. has used almost 90 players or plus. Yep. Yeah. Led the league three years in a row with some type of number of players and injuries. Something is not right. Well, we're in about those to find out. Areas. We're about to find the, out. The answer is now. Yeah, exactly. When, when do they change it now? Because I, I do think, I'm glad you brought that up because I do think, because we've talked about it on the mm-hmm. show. I think they had, what, this year, 17 guys go to I, on yeah, IR? Yeah, 17 guys on 17 IR. 17 on IR. And yes, that's three years in a row. They had an an overabundance of, 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 of injuries. To it, yeah, to the the two years for sure. This year, I don't think they it, led. Not quite. They didn't they lose, were, but they were yeah, right, they were right there. there on yeah, the right there. And this and, is what we're about and, to find out. The next person, if it doesn't happen, then there's something to it. And by the way, we've pointed out on the show, guys leaving here that were always hurt, not hurt. Why? Not hurt elsewhere. Yeah, we've why? talked about it. We've yeah. talked about it. And and then, you know, they went and changed the field turf because they thought it was causing the injuries. It doesn't well, seem to cause the injuries no, anywhere no, no, else. Tony, no, no Tony, Tony. No, they didn't. I don't care what they said. That is not the reason <laughs> they changed not. it. No, it is not. It's a business decision. That was a business decision without question. Yeah. And I know what they said in the Whatever statement. They I read say, the statement. I saw it. It's with a wink. That's not why they changed it. They changed it because they were tired well, of fooling around. Weak. They were tired of fooling around with the grass, and they wanted to hold more concerts and things like that in Nissan Stadium, and they couldn't do it with the grass surface. Well, they've got more questions to answer to the fan base today than they did yesterday. And uh, I think a lot of people are looking at a lot of different things of where they're going to turn to. Y'all were talking about the coaches uh, who's all been here. We talked about a few weeks ago. This is the only franchise. Y'all remember I quizzed showing it. The only franchise since 1990 that every head coach had played in the league. And let's see if they go that direction again. It's going to be interesting to see. Yep. Thanks for taking the call, guys. Tony, you sound good, man. I'll see you later. Sound better, Tony. Keep it up. All right, uh, we'll take our final break. Eric, we'll come back and wrap up the hour with you. We'll do that next. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts should never go unnoticed. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, 
every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. And now for today's winning cash three and cash four numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only is lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash three and cash four, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championship part 6th to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. The McFarland Show, broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. It's true. I listen to it every day. By the way, General Manager Rand Carthon will speak to the media at 4 o'clock, right? That's what actually, we're going to turn it over to that presser. You're going to hear it live right here on Nashville Sports Radio. Rand Carthon at 4 o'clock and can be heard right here on WNSR. 615-844-5600. Let's go back to the phones. Eric is up next. Eric, what's up? Hey, Eric. Hey, guys. Y'all talking about restaurants, too, and I definitely remember Mr. Gaddis and Quince's, especially with their bar with the chicken wings. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you talking about language. Yes, Man, sir. I'm going to be starving yes, by the time the show is over. <laughs> okay. Real quick, because I know we're near the top of the hour. Yes, Just sir. my thoughts on it, guys. Was I surprised? I was surprised, but not shocked especially what went on the last few days. But those people are hoping Mike Gray would go and Derek Henry would come back. Uh-uh, that wasn't happening. Even though it was a chance, been a new chance, this pretty much confirms he's not coming back because I do believe they're going for the offensive guy. While it's probably a man of strong decision, I'm not saying it's not hers, I definitely believe she could have sold him with Rand Carthorne. It's going to be interesting to see, will it be 
I, somebody that used to play with the Titans or something like that, or somebody fitted with Titans, or will it be somebody else that Rand Carthon has in mind? That's the one thing I'm going to be interested in seeing what happens. But I also agree with some statements that were made. I also believe that part of it, too, is with the new stadium coming up in a few years. I definitely think that you're trying to get butts and seats for that, and you hope they're having the shot for an offense that competes in the NFL. But one of the things I was hearing is there were people saying, I've heard, which to me I thought was stupid comments, people were not only saying they're glad that he's gone, they felt like he just took over from Mike Malarkey's coaching ability or whatever, and somebody also was saying he can't coach. And listen, whatever you think of him, you can't tell me a guy can't coach whatever you think of him. When he won the coach of the year, that year he won it. With all the players injured, Deontay Foreman, they basically got off the street. I just don't think there's not that many coaches with this roster that would have probably been able to do that. So whatever he thinks of it, I don't buy that he can't coach because I think he did a great job with all that that he had to deal with. So we'll see what happens. Guys, y'all take care, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Eric. I, I think that that's, that's just false. That's just somebody who just does it, that wants a new coach. And that's fine. I mean, that's everybody's opinion. But yeah. Anybody to say says that he, he can't, can't coach, coach, that's silly. That's just silly. silly. That's, that's silly. Uh, does it mean that, you know, it, the time wasn't, you know, wasn't right to move on? No, it doesn't mean that the, we may find out that it was the right time. Uh, whether they're looking for a new system to move into the new stadium, the new stadium's pretty far away. It's three full football seasons yeah, it's away. a lot of games away. Three. Three I, full football seasons. I will say this. He did have a bad combination, especially in the last 24 games when they went 6-18. and 18. They're losing, and they were boring. It was a boring team to watch. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. It just was. Yeah. It's but, just, you know, if you're being real, they, it was boring. Well, you know, listen, it, it'll be exciting next year one way or the other, okay? As we all try to figure this out together because they're not going to have it together next year. New coach, second-year quarterback. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. Hour number two, Steve Lehman from News Channel 5. We'll have a good conversation with him, and we'll do that next. AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. The Pentagon released details on the hospitalization of Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, saying that following an initial procedure to treat early prostate cancer last month, he suffered complications. According to a letter from his doctors at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center, Austin was under general anesthesia during the procedure on December 22nd and recovered uneventfully. He returned home the next morning, but on January 1st, he was readmitted because of nausea and severe abdominal, hip, and leg pain. His doctors say the initial evaluation revealed a urinary tract infection. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. The incident led to a review of Pentagon and White House cabinet protocols on the notification process. Following talks today with Israeli leader Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the U.S. is focused on getting more aid into Gaza, freeing hostages and avoiding a wider conflict. Storms sweeping across the country, leading to power outages in the South and Midwest, and at least four tornadoes reported in Florida today. This is ABC News. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. 
Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose. Healthy life. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Bob Steak and Chop House. Located in the Omni Nashville Hotel is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cut from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour of the McFarland Show here on this Tuesday afternoon, 615-844-5600. We are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Hope everybody's having a good day so far. Darren and Justin here with you. DJ Damon is alongside as well. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch is how you can watch the show every day. By the way, Rand Carthon, general manager of the Titans, will take to the podium at 4 o'clock. We will... Exit stage left and turn things over to that presser live here on Nashville Sports Radio. Also, a little bit later this hour, Titans controlling owner Amy Adams Strunk sat down for about five minutes with the voice of the Titans, Mike Keith, Mm -hmm. and they've put that out on Twitter on their social media platforms. We'll play that for you as well. Like I said, it's about five minutes long. Let's bring in Steve Lehman, News Channel 5. I'll just start with the obvious generic question of your thoughts when it first came out or when you first learned of it, I'm sure like the rest of us at about, I guess, 1145 central time this morning. What did you think? You know, Darren, I wasn't stunned because of the smoke we've been talking about. I think it was pretty obvious in the last week or so that something was different and that 
the fact that Mike Vrabel didn't talk yesterday and it left all the players in the locker room to speculate about what the future around here was, that's not normal. And so I think you knew that there was at least the opportunity that this might happen at some point this week. But to actually see it this morning, I think my initial reaction was, wow, they're really doing this, aren't they? Hmm. There's a lot of layers to go through this. So, okay, there, there's a four-paragraph statement put out by Amy Adams Strunk. This is before the sit-down with Mike Keith that was just released in the last 30 minutes or so. Right. What did you make of the statement that the Titans put out from her? I, gosh, I have a lot of thoughts on this. I, first off, I, I don't like the, the firing. Uh, I'll just say that. Okay. I, th- I think Mike Vrabel is a really good head coach. I think that the problems of the Titans of the last couple of years go way beyond who was coaching. I don't think Vince Lombardi himself would have won any more games than Mike Vrabel did with this Titans roster over the last two years. I do think that Mike Vrabel won a bunch of games as a Titans head coach that a lot of coaches in the league that would not have. And that's in 2018, and that's in 2019 when they went to the AFC Championship game, and 2020 during COVID when they didn't practice for two weeks and blasted the Bills. It's in 2021 when they were the best team in the AFC despite playing more players than any team in the history of the NFL because of injuries. And it was Sunday against a Jaguars team that had everything to play for when he had nothing going for him in that locker room on Sunday, and he got them to go out there and play one of the best games of the season. Was it good enough the last two years? No. But the problem here was not Mike Vrabel, and they needed to figure out what it was beyond that, and I don't think Mike Vrabel was the problem. I think he could have been part of the solution, but obviously he will not be now. I think part of the problem is that you have an owner that's sitting there consistently jumping into the fray here in the last couple of years, and she is refusing to really answer questions about what it is. If you really think about this, guys, in the last 23 months, so not even two calendar years, she has given both the general manager and the head coach that really built her team back into its winning ways. Contract extensions said that they're doing a magnificent job, and I'm happy about the direction of the team. Within 10 months, she fired that GM in the middle of the season when they were 7-5 and five and in first place and well on their way to another division title and playoff appearance. They tanked from that point on because I think her me- mission or message with that firing undermined the message of the organization and of the head coach that we can bring guys in off the street here and we will find a way to get it done just as we have the last four seasons. We will find a way. The owner said the roster isn't good enough. The people around here aren't good enough. I'm moving on in a different direction, and I think that had a major impact on how last season ended. Then the thing that comes along with that is it sort of seems like she's giving most of the football power to Mike Vrabel, correct? Mm -hmm. Well, then she goes out and hires Rand Carthon, who is not Mike Vrabel's guy. Nothing against Rand Carthon, but you're sort of saying, Vrabel, you're in charge here, but here's the GM you're going to work with. And that clearly seemed to be a problem throughout the course of this whole year. And now today she's firing Mike Vrabel saying that while everything he's done has been great and we really appreciate all his efforts, the last two seasons just not good enough and so that the buck stops with the head coach. And look, the buck does stop with the head coach a lot of times, but I just don't think he's the root of the problem here. I don't know what you expect now 
Rand Carthon's going to go out there at 4 o'clock and talk about this. I don't think he made this decision, so I don't really know what he's going to be able to answer for a lot of people. I'm sure he'll have a, a vision for what the future is, but how much of it is going to be his vision? How much of what has happened in the last year was his? And how much confidence do you have in him being able to not only execute that vision moving forward, knowing how little we know about what he's done since he's been here, but also even if he begins to execute it, that we won't see another seismic change from the ownership in terms of the direction of the team in the next 12 months, because we've seen it now twice in the last 12 months. What is clear to me is there was definitely something going on behind the scenes because the smoke was, was very, very much out there and we were trying to figure out if there was fire and we, we found out there absolutely was fire. So for this stuff to keep getting out there, whether it was Ben Volwin, Greg Bedard, then all the national media, you know, then the other, that was, you know, people out of Boston, then a bunch of the national media putting stuff out there. Just a lot of stuff just kept coming in waves. It's very, it had to have been coming from somewhere that there was a real disconnect with Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon. That That's what seems pretty clear to me. And ultimately... Uh, the owner seems to keep choosing sides in all this, and this time she went with the general manager instead of the head coach. Yeah, I think you're right about that. The interesting thing there, though, is I think what we've been trying to figure out all along this season, whose guys were who in the last year? It was just sort of assumed everybody up until John Robinson was fired on December 6th of last year that everybody was his guy. You know, whether Vrabel had his hand in a guy or whatever, All of the personnel up to that point was John Robinson because he was the president of football operations. Mike Grable wasn't that title, but we kind of assumed that he had the final say on a lot of these guys. So does that say that everything they did in this offseason and into this year was Mike Grable's pick and Amy looked at it and thought it was a disaster and said we can't continue to go in that direction? Or the way I look at it, I assume it was the collaboration they always talked about when Rand Carthon was first hired and there were some Carthon guys here and there were some Vrabel guys here. And I think we've talked about some of them in the past. And I think if you look at it, some of the guys you presume to be a Carthon guy panned out very well. Some of the guys who were Carthon guys did not. Some of the guys that you presume to be a Vrabel guy panned out very well. Some of the guys he picked were absolute bust. And I think it goes both ways on that. And Ultimately, it seems like she's just deciding, to your point, that she likes the vision that Carthon has, maybe a little bit more analytical, maybe a few more differences in the scouting department, some of that sort of stuff. She likes it better. And I don't know if Mike Grable was given the option, like, this is the way we're proceeding. Can you do it? And he didn't want to do it. I'm not sure if she thinks we're doing a bit of a rebuild here. He, he wants to win right now. I don't know if he's given any of those options or if he was just given a pink slip today. But I think ultimately you're right. Once again, for the second time basically in a calendar year, she looked at the differences between the GM and the head coach, and she picked a side and then made a decision. Yeah. It does seem like in the four paragraphs, without knowing again, because we're not privy to getting the chance to know her, because she's not going to come on this show. She's not going to do any interview that's not a canned interview. And I'm not right. showing throwing shade. That just, look, she's – She's the owner. She's you know she can do whatever she wants, and she has chosen that 
she doesn't want to do that stuff. Okay. And she just wants to do something in a very, very canned setting where she knows the questions and she can answer them. That's fine. But that also leaves us to speculate because we don't really know her. We don't get a chance to know her. It does seem like that through those four paragraphs that there is hints about, and you just brought it up, that this team may be trying to get with the times, get with 2024. And Mike Vrabel has never come off as someone who's getting with the times, analytic-driven. He seems like an old-school guy. And I'm not saying old-school guys don't work. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying it seems like they're, they want to get uh, going a different direction and try to keep up with the rest of the league. Agree or disagree? Well, there's no question that I agree with there was that underlying message to her statement. I 100% agree with that. The thing I'll say about Vrabel, and I agree, he, he's an old-school guy, and at, at the heart of it, he believes that the more physical, tough, better, more skilled, and fundamental football team will win. I don't think he's ever, at any of his future stops, going to run the run-and-shoot or something like that. That's just not who he is in his DNA. That said, I think he gets a bit of a bad rap for being like your grandfather's football coach. Yeah, He literally, three weeks ago in Miami, went for two when they were down by 14. So they got to, set, uh, they got to eight. Should, you know, the old-school way is kick the extra point, get it to seven, make the one-score touchdown game he goes for two which is the analytical play guess what they win the game in regulation because of that that is embracing the new age of football people have been critical of tim kelly i don't i don't know what you can even glean from tim kelly's first year because the offensive line was so bad and no one should have to try and call plays behind that but if you look at it tim kelly passed the ball much more on first down this year if you look at the opening script the other day against the jaguars they had a flea flicker, a wide receiver pass. They threw on first down. They threw a screen pass to a guy out of the backfield to turn into a 28-yard touchdown. I mean, everything that you would want in new age offense was in that drive. Again, it wasn't five wide Warren Moon run and shoot, if that's what you think the analytical new age of football is. But that was diverse. It was dynamic. It was fun. And that was Tim Kelly and Mike Vrabel's offense on Sunday. And so I, I think he gets a bad rap for that, honestly. It, are there guys who are further ahead in that regard? Yes, there are in the league. No question about it. But I think to the biggest point of this is the roster of the Titans is not very good right now. You're never going to be able to be elite if you don't have a very good roster. But what you always should hope for is that the coach you have gets the absolute most out of the roster you have. And I don't think you can point to any instance over the six years that Mike Vrabel was here that he didn't get the most out of the roster that the Titans had. Now, does the roster need to be better? Does he deserve some blame for the roster they have? I think all of those are fair criticisms. But I don't think you can point at Mike Vrabel, the head coach, as a reason that the Titans didn't get over the hump in the last several years. I think exactly the opposite, actually. I think they achieved to the level they did more times than not because Mike Drabel was the head coach. Steve, I'm asking about the 
the locker room here, the the people and the players who are left over, as you just said, who Mike Vrabel got up and above and got ready to play this game against Jacksonville and beat this team who had everything to play for and the Titans had nothing to play for. And Mike Vrabel had these guys ready to run through a wall for him out there on Sunday. And now... He's been fired when you talk to, and if not you, then certainly a a room full of your counterparts, uh, talk to a bunch of guys who said they could not imagine the Titans without Mike Vrabel. So, as and I know there's heavy roster turnover every year. I got you. I understand. But there's guys like Jeffrey Simmons and Harold Landry who are very much going to be here. And the Titans have heavily invested in who are second contract guys. If you're them... This uh, this afternoon at 3.17, what are you thinking about after they've let go the only coach that you've had and let him go for reasons that seem to be up in the air? I'm thinking a lot of the things I just said because a lot of the things I just said is based off of what those guys have told me over the years, hmm. that they've never felt like they were anything but prepared for a game that they always felt like they had a little extra advantage because Brabel was on their side, that he knew the rules better than anyone they've ever been around, and therefore they understood exactly what they could get away with, and they felt like they had an extra advantage in those things. Did it mean they won all the time? No. Do they understand that they all have to be better and that more is expected around here? Yes. But I think there will be a challenge for whoever comes in next to live up to the standard that Brabel set in that building. So I, I think that's what all of them are saying right now and believing right now. That said, the moment a new coach is hired, these guys are football players and they're paid handsomely to do it. And they're going to buy into whoever the next guy is, at least most of them are, and they're going to get ready to go run through a brick wall for that guy because that's just frankly what their job is. And the question now is if you are a Titans fan or anybody else looking out here is six years ago, Darren, I sat there with you and thought it was a very, very bad decision to fire Mike Malarkey after he won 10 games, including a playoff game, and think that you would be so wise as to go out and find somebody who could elevate your team to a higher level. Amy Adams Strunk did that six years ago, and she's banking on the fact that she's going to be able to do that again. Now, I think that's a dangerous gamble, and I think there's one enormous difference between six years ago and now. Is Six years ago, she had a GM who was established who'd help build the foundation of a team that was set to win in John Robinson to help her go out identify that next coach. Now she has a guy who's been on the job for less than a year, and the results are mixed at best. And we frankly don't even know exactly how much of a role he's had in the last year. And so I don't know how much more confidence you have in that duo than what you had six years ago as they try to duplicate this again. But that's what she's banking on. She's banking on the fact that she did this before with good results, and she thinks she can do it again. This offseason is going to be the biggest offseason in Rand Carthen's professional football career. He is going to make or break himself this offseason, uh, Steve. He's got $100 million of cap space. He's got a second-year quarterback, so he doesn't have to go out and find a quarterback, but he's got to go out and, and find a head coach. Whatever happens moving forward for the next, really, two to three years is going to be based on the decisions that Rand Carthen makes this in the, in the next few weeks here. In the next few weeks and few months here, he's going to determine the entire direction of the franchise. Is there anybody else? And I'm, I'm asking because I don't know. By the way, that's a great way of putting it. 
this offseason determines whether he's in the new stadium or not. Oh, without question. No, <laughs> what he does. This is the biggest <laughs> This is the biggest friend uh, the next couple of weeks of his professional football career. This will make or break his entire rest of his life as a football executive will be based on what he does over the next few months. And that is real because as you know, we all know, GMs don't get a second chance. GMs don't get rehired elsewhere. You get one chance, you screw it up, and then you're you're toast, and then they go find the new next hotness from somewhere else. So, Steve, I'm asking you, sir, based on the limited knowledge, and we have limited knowledge on Rand Carthen, we really do, based on everything that he's done, is he more likely to, you know, he's not going to hire a search firm, is he more likely to reach back and pull a 49ers assistant? Is there some guy he met in Florida 20 years ago that he's going to hire? I mean, I how do we even begin to understand what his thinking is as far as looking for a new head coach? I don't even want to guess there. I hope we get some answers to that at 4 o'clock. Me too. Afternoon. Justin, here's what I'll say, and I really I don't mean this in jest or as a knock, but we truly have no idea what has gone on in that building in the last 11 months since he was hired and what the dynamic was with him and Mike Grable. The only thing I can tell you concretely that Rand Carthon has brought to Ascension St. Thomas Sports Park is those tea hats. <laughs> like, and, and again, I, I don't mean that as a joke. I'm just saying, like, concretely, that is the only thing I know he has done. And I the reviews are mixed on those. <laughs> I've heard some people say they love them. I've heard other people say I hate those. I don't well, like but, them. Yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying is, like, I know he's brought in guys. I know he's made moves. I know he executed the trade on Kevin Byard. Like, he has done things in this this year. We understand it. But, like, how much of it was him? How much of it was Vrabel? How much of it was the collaboration they were talking about? We simply don't know. So to try to guess what he's going to do now, I, I have no idea. And it's going to be very interesting to watch. But your point is exactly right. With all that money and supposedly the quarterback of the future already in-house, I think we're going to have a pretty good idea, guys, at the end of next year at the direction of what this is going. I mean, if they improve, which they should, given the roster and what they can do to it in the offseason, if they improve on where they are, you probably feel like, okay, the direction's going where it is. If they somehow take a step back next year, we might be having this conversation again next year about Rand Carson being gone, and she'll say, we had or $90 million in cap space in our quarterback, and we somehow were worse. You know, like, that's the situation we are. And I guess I just come back to this at the end of the day. Is if you had one guy, you know, you had to choose here of who's making the decisions and doing everything for your football program moving forward, would you take Mike Vrabel and everything you know about him? Or would you take Rand Carthon and what appears to be a complete unknown at this point? And that's really the decision. And today Amy Adams Strunk went – with a guy hopefully she knows way better than we do and what his job was in the last year. But as the outsiders, you're banking on her making the right call there because I think you have a pretty good idea of what you had in Brady. Hmm. Good stuff as always, Steve. Appreciate it. Um, Thanks, maybe sir. we'll get a little clarity at 4 o'clock. We're about to find out. Thanks for doing this. I hope so, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Steve Lehman, good stuff from him. News Channel 5. Uh, and we will carry that Rand Carthon press conference. Starting at 4 o'clock. Basically, we're going to say goodbye at 4, hear the legal ID, and then uh, if he's at the podium, then we'll turn it over to him. If not, we'll stall until he gets 
to the podium. We'll come back. 615-844-5600. We're wide open the rest of the hour. More of the McFarland Show next. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Cool Deck LLC, the Dexpert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in a child's life. This message is brought to you by Cool Deck LLC. For decorative concrete, resurfacing for patios, sidewalks, garages, pool decks, and more, Give the pros a call today at 615-836-9595, 615-836-9595. Visit CoolDeck.com and like them on Facebook. That's Cool Deck LLC. They're professionals who care. It's a Bill King Show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. It's been a busy Tuesday afternoon at about 11.45 this morning, Central Time. We got word that Amy Adams-Strunk, Titans controlling owner, 
had fired Mike Vrabel, which has set uh, quite the ripple since then. In just a bit, we will play a couple minutes of, and it really wasn't that long, of the voice of the Titans, Mike Keith, sitting down with Amy Adams Strunk, and we'll play you know what she had to say about Mike Vrabel and the situation. Rand Carthon, the new or the general manager, is going to talk. It is one of the what the second, third, maybe the second third, or third. Third time he's talked since he's been the general manager. He has not taken to the podium much. So we are going to play that live at 4 o'clock. 615-844-5600. We are the McFarlands, Darren and Justin, here in the Strike is Bear Family Fund Center studio. Let's go to the phones. Let's go down to the borough. Barrett is up next. Barrett, what's up? Darren, my man. Man. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Where have you been? Uh, Steelers Nation Radio. They're going to the playoffs, by the way. They're <laughs> Mason Rudolph, third string quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> so I had uh, saw the news flash come across, and I I had to tune in. And uh, here's the question of the day: Who's it going to be? My money's on Belichick. I remember you interviewing him years ago. He has a girlfriend down here, doesn't he? And they came to run the marathon. Or oh yeah, he frequents mm-hmm. Nashville a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was the first thing that came to mind. But I'm surrounded in this machine shop with all these Titan fans, and they don't want him. They're thinking <laughs> Harbaugh. They said well, Bill can just keep walking. Look, Jim Harbaugh is going to be a very, very attractive candidate. I'm just saying, without knowing Jim Harbaugh, and he's a weirdo, but he can obviously coach. He just won a national championship, and he took the 49ers to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So he may be weird, but he can coach. But if wouldn't he want to go to San Diego? Well, uh, sorry, I was, I know. the Chargers. He's right. a California guy. That's what I was going to say. If you had the choice between sunny L.A. and the Chargers and Justin Herbert in a brand-new stadium, nothing against where we live because we're all biased. We love Mm -hmm. it here. Or the situation here, which one would you choose if you were the most attractive candidate out there? SoFi's a pretty sweet place, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's a handsome, handsome building. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to take up your time. I know it's an important day. I I won't be absent as long – Keep up your great work, as always, man. Good luck to you. Enjoy the slow day. Yeah. Don't be a stranger, Barrett. Thank you. Good to hear from you, All right. Be good, man. You too. Barrett Barrett down in the borough. Good to hear from him. He is a huge Steelers fan. Um, So, as you heard. Yeah. I heard that there. By the way, TJ Watt has been ruled out, which no surprise. That's going to hurt them. That hurts them a lot. They need him uh, to to get that done in that game uh, against Buffalo. Let's go to let's go back to the phone. 615-844-5600. Always good to hear from Barrett. Let's go to Bill. Mm-hmm. Bill's up next. Hey, Bill. Hello and good afternoon. Um, first and foremost, I am very uh, sorry that anybody loses their job or you're there, they're a professional coach or a guy waiting tables. I'm very sorry that happened. But in many cases, it's just time for a change or a different voice in the locker room or whatever that was the idea. But this brings me to two questions I want to ask you both. First of all, we now have seven openings in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And my question is, first question, where are they going to find the guys to fill them? Oh, anywhere. You know, but there's plenty of attractive every offense, every offensive coordinator in the league 
wants to be a head coach or just about. So, you know, you pick pick an offensive coordinator. They they would love to be here and, and take over a football franchise. You can find them a lot of different places. Are there enough out there, Justin, to abide by the Rooney rule? Oh, yeah. Listen, all you need, you need to interview a couple of guys. Uh, Washington. Uh, there's a guy named Eric Bieniemy. He's yeah. been Listen, dying for a head coaching Eric B- job. Eric Bieniemy is out there. He's an offensive coordinator who's won a Super Bowl. Uh, here's a name that no one's talked about. You know, there's a guy out there who's an African-American who's won a Super Bowl as an offensive coordinator and is a former NFL quarterback for many years who played at a pretty high level and is familiar with us here in Nashville because he actually played for a division rival who is currently out of a job in football and has won the Super Bowl as an offensive coordinator within the last two years. Can anybody name who that person is? Byron Leftwich. Byron Leftwich would be that guy. He's out there. You know, he's a qualified candidate. So, yeah, there's there's plenty of guys out there. You know, okay. Brian Flores is out there. Raheem Morris is out Flores there. Flores is a defensive guy, though. He's a defensive guy, but he's asking to fulfill the Rooney rule, and the Rooney okay, rule is fair, not about fair. whether or not you're an offensive or defensive guy. Yeah, true. Right, right, exactly. And my other question would be, we already have a GM in place here in Nashville, but several franchises do not. So do you want to be the one to be hired as head coach and then the GM drops in second, or would you rather have the GM in place and then come in and get hired so you and the GM can work hand-in-hand with fixing whatever issues there are with your team? With that, I'll hang up and listen. Thank you, Bill, as always. That's a really good question, and look, that seems to be – Really, if you believe what's been out there that we've been talking about, the smoke, part of the smoke, was that Mike Vrabel was upset. That, uh, you know, he wanted them to keep it in-house. You know, maybe Ryan Cowden was his guy. Sure. Or Monty Ford. Monty Ford. Those guys are gone. Yeah. Uh, Monty Ford is doing a good job in Arizona. Arizona. Well, he just got his quarterback back. You know, it was... <laughs> I think it was part of the problem out there. Um, but, you know, typically protocol is you hire the general manager first so the general manager can pick his coach. You don't, although the Titans have done the opposite and other organizations have done the opposite, typically that doesn't work. Coach, then general manager, which was the case here, you know, because – yeah. But you, but you fired John Robinson, and so that if you're not going to fire the head coach, a lot of times what you see because of the question Bill is asking, yeah, is they just clean house, which yes. has happened yes. this off season. Yes, we're good. We're just going to clean house. Yep, start over and start over fresh. And typically, you would hire a general manager first, who would then turn around and hire a head coach, and and that is the dynamic that we never quite figured out between these two to Steve Lehman's point, which is the bigger issue, I think, that is yet to be addressed. And we're going to hear from Amy Adams coming up here in a second. And she's going to address this or not address this in this interview that you're going to hear. The biggest foundational issue with the whole collaboration format or whatever it is, vision or whatever it is they've got going on, is that you have to answer the question of who's in charge. Who is in charge? And we kept asking the questions since Rand Carthon was hired, who is in charge of personnel? And we kept getting the answer, whether it came from Rand Carthon or any of our Titan insider people who are there in the building, whether it was Teresa Walker or whether or not it was uh, Terry McCormick or whether or not it was Steve Lehman. They all kept telling us, well, 
well, we don't know, and we think it's Rand Carthon, but, you know, Mike Vrabel has heavy... Th- no, 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 no. This all comes apart at the seams when no one is in charge. And Darren, you and I have sat here in this market forever, and we have seen this movie before. We can sit here and talk about Floyd Reese and Jeff Fisher, and where that really came apart, and you know this better than me, sir, where that really came apart is when Jeff Fisher had his power increase, and all of a sudden now, it wasn't just Floyd making decisions in the draft room. Now Jeff Fisher had a much louder voice. And now are we really going to draft Devin Hester or are we going to draft Lindell White? Well, what do you think? Well, I don't know. And now we're actually having discussions and issues where five years prior to that, there would have been no discussion. I'm the general manager. I'm making this draft, and you're going to coach him to the best of your ability. And that's where I think the Adams family, I don't think it's been the right approach. Okay, How did Jeff get that control? How did he get to do what you just said? He won football games. No, 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 no. How did that? Because you know where this all came from. Well, this, wait, hold this on. No, the, time out. Which which part now? The, <laughs> because maybe the, I'm. There was a couple straws. There was Lindell, and there was Pac-Man. Yes. And there were differences. And Pac-Man was the, the year gener- before between the general manager. Yeah. And 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 yes, it really was about Pac-Man. Okay. And then, but it came to a head though. And he went to in two thousand six. The next year. And he went to who? Who did what? Jeff. Jeff. He went to the owner. Yeah. Yeah. That's he went what to I'm Bud saying. Adams. So the point no, is, that's what you then mean. the okay. owner, you're saying, that's what's saying. Okay. I, I okay. keep saying I see what choosing saying sides. I see what you're saying. They got to get out of the business of choosing sides. Yeah. What they need to do is get in a room and say, look, you're the general manager. You're the head coach. I need you two to get along. I need you to figure this out. Your job is to do da, 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 da. Your job is to do this, this, and that. And you guys need to figure this stuff out and stop coming to me like a bunch of kids squabbling I want to do this, and he won't let me do this, and I want to do that. Stop doing this. But they kept choosing sides. Yeah. And to me, Justin, not a good idea. And and that is the foundational crack in the whole thing to me, is the fact that we're still sitting here, and as Steve Lehman has suggested over the last 11 months, we're still not clear about who drafted who. There have been these rumors out there, and you know me on rumors. I'm not one for rumors. But I've heard this rumor out there over and over again that there was some type of draft day dispute on this football team this past year over Peter Saransky versus Zay Flowers, that that Carthen wanted Zay Flowers, and it was Vrabel who wanted Peter Saransky. I don't know if that's true or false. I have no idea. I wasn't in the draft room. I don't know. Carthen for all I know, may, may not care for Zay Flowers at all, and may, that may not have been his guy. We won't know until years from now when the 30 for 30 comes out and somebody gets a phone call. But, I mean, that that is the that is the essence of this, is that we really, the fact that we have to sit here and actually openly debate it about whether or not we're not sure about who actually made the call on draft day is an issue. And Amy Adams here to has to sit down here, and we're gonna hear it. I think when we come back, mm-hmm. she's gonna address it, and but not really address it. She's still like on the fence about who's gonna be in charge when she hires a new football coach. And I don't, I don't know how you operate I mean? this way. That's that how collaboration doesn't work. I don't, I don't know how you. Do, I mean, this is not. This is unlike the model of football. There was this rumor out there, Darren. Before we go to break, there's this rumor out there. I'm sorry, I'm fired up here, but there's a rumor out there. Um, that there was this uh, the request coming down from Mike Vrabel that they wanted to hire some kind of other football person to be yeah. over both he and who is that? Who where they to, pardon my language where they do that at? Where where do they do 
the football czar who is between the general manager and the... I think and, it's called a babysitter. What, what are we talking about? <laughs> you see what I mean? You want somebody to be over both you and the GM? A babysitter. What? what then who what? is that? <laughs> That's not how this works. If you're going to hire a babysitter, hire me, because I, I bet it pays well. I'm sure it does. <laughs> I'm sure it does. This is just not the way this has been working. I'll sit in the room and let him squabble. Unless you're talking about eliminating the general manager position altogether. No, no. And just coming up with a director of player personnel no. and then having, I, I no, don't know. No, it's what you know. said. That, that if you believe that, it was the hire someone over the top of them to, I what does to, that, to, pers- to, what to, is to, that to person what? do? To make the final decision? I, I don't, uh, yeah. Is, are they I, the tiebreaker at this point? Is that what's going on? I don't know. So, so they're in charge then. I, I guess. But they don't, don't run know. the draft. They're Again, just the tie-breaking vote. If you believe that. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back to the $2 billion franchise. Yeah. There's billions, plural, at stake. We'll hear what the owner had to say to Mike Keith. We'll hear that next. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. We all know that natural life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and i can cash out whenever i want that's a total no-brainer i'm downloading the free upside app now download the free upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas use promo code lift for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's promo code lift you can cash out anytime right to your bank account to paypal or an e-gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code lift for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's code lift 
The Locksmith Company, our full-service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24-7 emergency service at 931-801-5427. 931-801-5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking forward to seeing you. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. These are necessary pains that this football team needs to go through for the betterment of the long-term future. This team needs to get younger. This team needs to change directions. Total complete makeover. I don't think it needs to patch up. I think it needs to burn down to the studs and start over. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The McFarland Show, streaming live on the WNSR app and on WNSR.com. Has there ever been a more appropriate promo running than that one? Spoke it right into existence. On a day like today. Well, just... (laughs) Hey, what can I say? There's a reason why you listen. 615-844-5600. We will carry the Rand Carthon... Press conference live coming up at 4 o'clock. All right, we've had basically loaded lines most of the day. Let's go back to the phone, 615-844-5600. Let's start things off uh, with Nate. Nate, what's up? What's up, guys? Uh, I just wanted to quickly say before y'all get to the Amy clip, when I saw the rumor that Vrabel wanted a czar above him and Rand Carthon, I was wondering how many czars we were going to have to get to before he was going to be happy. <laughs> well, apparently Amy Adams Strunk may have asked the same question and said, you know what, maybe we'll just we'll just go in a different direction. Y'all have a great day, guys. Thank you, Nate. All right, Nate. I mean, look, there is, in all seriousness, there is a little bit something to that where... And look again, without knowing all the stuff, and we don't behind the scenes that, and that, we won't that Mike has had trouble working and playing well with others above him a little bit, right? Um, at this point, I think it's you know, I mean, I mean, there's been I think an, it's kind of implied. There's been enough smoke out there saying that, right? I it's, mean, it seems to be implied, and I'm not saying all of it's not warranted. I'm sure, sure some of it is. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure trading A.J. Brown on draft day was that'll, warranted. That'll rub him, you the wrong way. Him losing his mind, especially since, you know, a couple of days prior, he's like, not on my watch. Is it happening? Whoops. Hmm. All right, let's go back to a very, very happy person today. Hey, how about that? Let's go down to the borough. 107.9, Michigan. What's up, man? Champion. Gentlemen, I don't know how I could be any happier. I'm sure there's a way. Um, Are you at the parade? I don't. I'm not at the parade. I'm not at the parade. It's the parade I to today. The today. <laughs> I, I had to go to the office today, so my plush Wolverine that plays the fight song went with me. Um, and let me tell you, nobody in my office was amused, especially the people I work with who are mostly Bama fans. We're really, really no. not amused. Yeah. Oh, but please. I don't care. Yeah. I don't. And you care. shouldn't. Um, you don't have feelings um, for Michael Penix and all that hurting and pain he went through last boy. night. He hobbled off that field last night when the game was over. 
I don't know that I've ever seen anyone take a worse beating Man. where the box score only says one sack. One sack. <laughs> he's only, yeah. he's only, they only recorded one sack. Yeah, that guy true. looked like he that like that guy looked like he fought John the Beast Mugabe <laughs> last night. I mean, that was he was beat up. They had to put an extra set of pads in his ribs. I was like, holy moly! I haven't seen uh, the last time I saw anybody take a beating like that was about ten years before Randall Tex Cobb showed up in Ace Ventura. Wow! He took one on the wide world of sports. Man, uh, that was. That was a beating last night. Listen, I do want to be earnest for a moment. Mm. <laughs> that's not my that's not my real name. That's a joke. Um, I do want to say something about why we do this, right? You guys do this because you, you love to do it, I'm sure. Um, I explained to my son, who, as you know, Darren, is a Colts fan. Don't ask me how. I, I still don't have an explanation. Mm. But he's a Colts fan, and he was distraught when Andrew Luck retired, right? That was He was about 10 or 11 when that happened, right? That was about seven, eight years ago. And I remember explaining to him that being a sports fan is 97% disappointment and 3% joy if you're lucky. If you're not lucky, the the averages are even worse. Mm -hmm. And I would live through another 10 lifetimes of Rich Rodriguez and Brady Hoke for last night to have happened again because it was worth it. Every, I mean, App State was worth it. Mm. Everything was worth it to get to last night. Last night was amazing. It's it's easy to forget, you know, how hard it is to win these things, right? And how joyous it is when your team that you care about, right? For me, the, for me, Michigan's not just a team I care about, right? I grew up 20 minutes northeast of there. They mean a lot to me. They meant a lot to my family. Um, I thought a lot about my dad and grandfather last night. Mm. They would have loved. They would have loved last night. There's a picture on my fridge next to a picture um, of me in a, in a Michigan onesie right after I was born. There's a picture of me when I'm about three years old and my dad and my grandfather are with me and we've all got Michigan stuff on. And that's why we care about this stuff, right? It's, it's the stuff that we passed down. So last night was awesome. Um, I know it's going to have cold water poured on it um, when Harbaugh takes the Chargers job in a week or the Raiders job in two weeks. What if he takes the Titans job? Hey, I'd love it. Bring him down. Bring him on. Like, uh, I'll pay the extras for the seats if he takes that job. (laughs) He, you know, hey, take the job and then draft McCarthy. (laughs) Run it back. Why not? Um, But I just wanted to, you know, for, for everybody that said nice things to me, you know, anytime I've been on or said nice things to me when I've seen them out in public about the Michigan stuff that I wear everywhere. Um, last night what it's, is what it's all for. And I'm going to run because I know you got other people. I do want to leave with a parting shot about the Titans here. Um, are we going to look back at this in two years as a positive or as a negative? Mm. And, uh, and Justin, yes, Justin, sir. I mean, you are just Radamus over there. You're just, you've lost 50 pounds. You're doing MMA. You're calling, you're, you're, your prediction capabilities are way beyond mine at this point. No, sir. Um, but in, in two years, is this going to be, you said burn it down to the studs. I, I agreed with you when you said it. Yes, I sir. agreed with you when you said it because this is a franchise that has way more needs than you can fill in a single offseason, probably more than you can fill in two. And, and what do you move at this point? So I'm going to get off and listen off air. Um, appreciate you guys. 
I promise I won't be a stranger just because we've won stuff. I still got a call in for the Lions in two days. Congrats, so, buddy. Appreciate you guys. Well done. Enjoy man. it, sir. I did not Enjoy think it. it would be that easy, and Michigan made it look easy. Enjoy it, please. Yep. And by the way, whatever answer we get from Justin on that question, Michigan, we'll turn it into a promo. Okay. <laughs> we'll come back. Final segment next. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose. Healthy life. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. John Morant, first game back after the 25 games, 34 points, 8 assists, and he hits the game winner at a walk-off. Welcome so, back. Hello there. Yeah. Uh, happy for the Grizzlies, happy for the city of Memphis. Good to have him back. Let's keep him there. Stay healthy, ball out, keep your nose clean, be the superstar that we know you can be. Grant Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio.
You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Now John Morant is out for the year mm-hmm. for the Grizzlies. Tough break for them. Back here on The McFarland Show, Darren and Justin live here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Let's hear a couple of minutes before we turn things over to Rand Carthon, general manager of the Titans, in his live press conference. Amy Adams Strunk sitting down with Mike Keith uh, just a little bit ago, and the Titans released this out on their social media platforms. Here's what she had to say. Someone we, we really wanted. All right, so I'm going to put two questions together. Will the new head coach report to Rand Carthon or to you, and who will have control of the 53-man roster? Today is about the coaching staff. I'm not quite ready to answer that question. I still have some things to work through, but I will answer both those questions at the end of the process. So when it's done, you'll make this clear publicly who the head coach reports to and who has control of the roster? Absolutely, yes. Some specifics about specifics in the search now. A lot of people are saying that Amy Adams-Strunk is only gonna consider someone with an offensive background to be the head coach. Is that true? Actually, no. I believe we need to improve across the board. So it's important to find someone that brings in, you know, a lot of diverse ideas and fresh perspective. And that's the most important thing in that new head coach. All right, let me take that a step further. So then what you're saying is you're going to be very interested in the staff that a potential head coach can show you when he talks to you. Yes, uh, that's going to be very important. The head coach is the leader in the face, but you know that staff is super important. So we're gonna we're gonna want him to bring in strong candidates, and we want to hear who he's going to bring in. What would you say you have learned from your previous coaching searches, general manager searches, that you will apply to this particular search in 2024? Cast a wide net. Take your time. We have a vision and we want that coach to, to have that vision and we're going to work to get it right. At this moment that you make this change and set a new Okay, let's do this. Let's uh, let's pause that because I think we need to uh, exit stage left and turn yeah. things over to Rand Carthon. Quickly, hey, Damon, do we do play the, you're listening to WNSR? Yes. Nashville Sports Radio. Let's turn things over to Rand Carthon, the Titans facility. Nobody going. <laughs> Just trying to wait. Make sure we can start. All right, we're standing by waiting for Rand Carthon to get started here. Apparently, they're just uh, doing a mic check there. And uh, he's ready. Like- All right. So the Titans have put the music back up. So they're standing by and getting ready to go. Uh, Apparently, that was just a, a quick mic check to make sure everything was going. He's in position. Well, he's ready to go. So I'll say that. This is WNSR. We are uh, Nashville Sports Radio. We're in the extended uh, edition uh, of the McFarland Show here on this very special occasion. Bonus McFarland Show. Yes. With for the, the Titans general manager. Yes. Rank Arthur here, who's going to address the media. This is after... Uh, Man, Mike Vrabel was fired earlier today as the Titans' head coach. And now Rand Carthen, it's going to be up to him to find out who the new football coach is going to be. There's going to be a lot of questions that are going to need to be answered here. I doubt seriously we're going to get all the answers. 
uh, coming up here in the next few minutes. Uh, but at the very least, Darren, you were asking whether or not we're going to hear from somebody. And and here we are. And it's not going to be Mike Vrabel. It is going to be the general manager uh, who's going to sit up here and take some, I imagine, very pointed questions here. Under Mike Vrabel, the Titans went 54-45 and 45 as their head coach. They went 2-3 and three in the playoffs. And, of course, we're 0-2 in their last uh, two playoff games. Yeah, yeah, which, you know, a lot of people are, are saying that um, maybe a win somewhere along the line could have done a lot to, to move this forward, but that, that's not what happened here. It just it just isn't what happened. Okay, let me just say this to what we heard. We only played a couple minutes of, we were obviously pressed with time, and we can maybe play, the, it's only five minutes long. Yeah. We can play it again tomorrow, or the, the whole version if you want, if we think it's worthy. But Mike Keith asked her about, you know, People believe that it'll be on the offensive side of the ball. I've already said in the show today, I believe 100% it's going to be on the offensive side of the ball. And she said, no, not really. And look, she gave a, you know, a nice answer, and it's really about his staff. Look, I thought it was interesting that she said she wants to know about his staff. And you know, one of the things that I have been critical about Mike Vrabel has been I have been very, very much underwhelmed by his staff. Yeah. And I, wa- I was underwhelmed by his staff. And I was it was interesting to hear her say that. I still don't believe they're going to get a defensive-minded coach. He is talking now. Okay. Let's go to Mike, uh, excuse me, Rand Carthen, GM of the Titans. Afternoon. Um, you know, obviously with the news uh, this morning, Miss Amy um, informed Coach Vrabes that he would no longer be the head coach here. Um, first and foremost, I want to thank Vrabes for what he's done here the last uh, six years. Uh, particularly the time that we've spent together. Um, you know, I want to thank Jen and Carter and Tyler for their sacrifices um, for allowing him to put in the time that he put in here while here is our head coach. Um, I also want to say, you know, I know there's been a lot of speculation over the last, you know, two, three months or whatever it's been about the nature of Mike and I's relationship. I will say that Mike and I, we've never had any issue versus whether it's personal or professional. Uh, we worked well together um, and had a good relationship. Uh, we were in lockstep. Uh, so I want to finally come out and, you know, dispel that. And, uh, you know, I wish Vrabes, you know, nothing but the best. I uh, consider him a friend, and I feel like we'll be that way moving forward. And so with that said, I'll open up for questions. Rand, you said when, when at the draft or when, when you were introduced that your number one thing was to serve Mike. Given, given today's developments, did you fail at that? Uh, I don't think we failed. I just think, um, you know, um, one of the things Mike's always says is that the ball isn't round, so you don't know how it's going to bounce, you know, and I don't think the uh, the ball bounced our way. You know, we were in uh, – we had seven one-score losses um, this year, so we were in games, just the ball didn't bounce our way. I wouldn't consider it a failure, but by no means, you know, were we happy 